the 24 is owning every second of every minute of every hour of every day. To seize the moment to get the most out of every day. Being responsible for every 24 hours of every day of your life. I wanted to not have to be told what to do, who to hang out with, where to go, when to be there. Taking ownership of it. I love Own the 24 because it, it epitomizes everything that is about my life. At the end of your time here, you can look back and say, I, you know, I made the most. I own the 24. And when you own it, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, and no one can tell you no. That's what I love about Own the 24. Welcome to Own the 24, everyone. It's Lori and Mike, and uh, we hope you are owning your 24 today. Today, we're going to talk about something that applies to really every relationship, every interpersonal relationship uh, on the planet. We had a lot of fun doing it. Really, we have a lot of fun, a ton of fun doing uh, all of these. So we hope you get something out of it and uh, have some fun with us, too. And we hope that some of the things that we share with you will make your uh, relationships work as well. So join us. So the struggle. So the, th the thesis is, what what compels a couple to push through and, and work through the stuff, right? Yep. Rather than rather than punching out, rather than hit the eject button, right? Right. Well, my first inkling is the grass is never greener. So mm -hmm. you want to work out things with the person that you chose because you chose them for a reason. Right. So. You chose me because I was your sandpaper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I needed someone to Rub off frustrate the, the shit out of me constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so I just get burn right through that like a little. So I was like the fast fix. Right, in many ways. Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, there's there's um, you know there's something to be said around the the conditioning of of the immediate gratification, right? We, we, we are socialized to want immediate gratification. And, and while I had that with you on our first date, there was no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, you didn't, a, but you a, did say that, that I said some things that were important to you for a right. partner, right? Yep. What were those? I don't remember. What yes, was it? No, do. I do remember. So we were, we were, uh, having a conversation and, and some, for some reason you, you launched into, um, you you launched into some some contextual conversation about a previous relationship that you'd had, which is always what you do on a first date. Talk about <laughs> talk about your exes, but uh, you had said something. You said uh, about I thought that that adults could talk through their problems or their or their challenges or issues, like to to calmly talk through and work through those issues try to you know the, the normal things that you hear all the time that that aren't always that easy like try to understand where they're coming from and all and that. where did i play a role right. in that yep i thought that was part and of I it i thought right? that was great i'm like yeah i mean she's what's causing uh, me to have somebody not tell me the truth what am i doing that yep. would cause somebody to not tell the truth exactly right right yep 
So always, that was one of the things that I found was looking inward first to say, how am I causing this person to feel restricted or um, unable to tell me the truth? What about me is causing them to avoid the truth? Mm -hmm. So I don't ever want to be that person. I want to be the person that can hear the truth and not be all over somebody when they're trying to get it out. And I think that was probably from my upbringing. My, my mom knew that we were derelicts <laughs> growing up. <laughs> up to she, something. She didn't like being the last to know. Right. So lying was forbidden in my life. And if we told her the truth, she was so much more accepting mm-hmm. of what we had done wrong right. than if she found out through the grapevine that we had been doing something We'd be like, Mom, sit down. We got to tell you something. So I, I always thought that that, and it always had a good response. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't flip out on us when we told her something seriously was wrong. Right. And so it encouraged you to actually confide in her rather than, even if it was really bad. Mm-hmm. And um, so I wanted that kind of a relationship with my partner, mm-hmm. you know, is like, even if it's really bad, just don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I can I can deal with the truth, but I can't deal with the lie. Yep. Yeah, and and easy easy easier said than done, right? You know, truthful relationship, open and honest communication, right? That's it's funny because we had we we wrote that in our uh, vision statement. Yep. Remember that was one of them. Yep. And a number of of occasions when we when we did the retreat to Costa Rica, we came back and open and honest communication. I think there's something to be said for. Even if it's not uh, happening 100% of the time, because guess what? It isn't, right? I mean, with everyone all the time. I mean, who's kidding who? But you, but you put that out there as a mantra, and you're, and you're drawn to that. And there's a space to, to support that communication. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when, um, like when you say, do I look fat in this dress? I say, no. Because <laughs> that's honest. Well, I, I really I, would want the truth. Yeah. Really would want That's you it. to tell me. So don't, let's no, just don't wear that. Without spending a lot of time on that, let's just let's just accept the fact that that's a that's an impossibility there's no there is no answer to those questions so for if we were in a position to counsel others on, on relationships and our, our relationship is fairly short lived as opposed to someone uh, other people well, our eight age years, right. that have been together for 40 years right mm-hmm. that uh, just don't ask those questions I would say let's well see you want you want the truth right like I want you to tell me if something's not looking right Hmm. i would think that you would want me to tell you if something wasn't looking right does this look okay Mm -hmm. yeah well maybe you should switch your shorts they don't match does my butt look fat in these jeans (laughs) kind of thing that's what i'm always asking you your butt will never look fat (laughs) because there isn't one like the absent one (laughs) yeah so you could say does my butt look flat in these jeans (laughs) ouch it just felt. It just went in right here Did a little bit. Just Sorry. a little Did adrenaline. Oh. So, I think you really nailed it with that grass is greener thing. You know, I, I think right? Because the initial attraction with somebody can be fleeting, mm-hmm. and then you're stuck together, and you don't have any semblance of working things through if you're mm-hmm. always thinking somebody's better or something's better or you're constantly after that initial meeting i think the challenge and it's not a challenge in a bad way but in a good way 
is to always be looking for the good, looking for mm. like, why do I love this person? Mm. Like I always have this, why do I love Mike mm-hmm. thing? And, yeah. and, I, and I think of that. And so reminding myself to say, I love you when mm. it pops into my head mm-hmm. and I'm just a random rather than just kind of becoming platonic friends that hang mm. out together forever. Right. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes I'll be like in the hallway and, and you're, you'll be in the bedroom and I don't, you don't know I'm there and you'll go, God, why do I love him? What is it? What is it? <laughs> Let me count the ways. <laughs> why is it again that I love him? No, I don't, no, I don't I'm kidding. say that. No, I'm kidding. I have lots of reasons I love you because yeah. you always come up with something, some kind of reading or thought or where it came from. And I'm like, that's why. Quote, that's what yeah. I like about him is he's so, he's got so many of those. Hmm. Yeah. It's funny. What, and that you take care of me. You take you really remember. good care of me. That's the job. Protect the asset. (laughs) (laughs) Protect the asset. Well, I never had that before. So to have somebody that, you know, I was saying yesterday to Suzanne how you would would go to the market and you would put the groceries in the trunk and say, go go sit in the car Mm -hmm. while you put the groceries in the trunk. That was so foreign to me. Mm. And it's such a small thing, but it's huge to somebody who never had that before. Right. Usually the woman like kind of does everything and is caretaking for everyone. And to get a guy that's a caretaker is just extraordinary, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, well... That's you being a unicorn. It's, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it falls back to, again, I, you know, things are running through my head and it's one of those, of course, things. You're like deflecting we've, we've all, all heard... You don't like hearing no, no, things about I'm going, yourself. I'm, I'm coming to that. Okay. It's, uh, it's like, of course this, of course that. It's, they're, they're all cliche statements for a reason, right? And, it, and it's like, never settle. Like, don't ever settle. Don't, don't go into a relationship where you think, well, I there, can work there, with there's that. 10 criteria <laughs> and two of them really suck, but I think I can fix those two. And, and uh, that just never works, right? Nope. I mean, it just never works. So there's, uh, there's a lot of that. There's like, also being in- inspired by the other person. That's another thing that I, started, I try to always stay present to. Because you do things and you're, you're, um, it inspires me to want to be a better partner for you rather than just not be a good partner too. Hmm. So keeping ourselves in shape or eating right or taking care of ourselves, grooming, whatever, mm-hmm. that, that you, you be the person, right? That was how I got you in the first place, to, to become the person you wish to attract and then mm-hmm. you show up in my life. Well, you got to stay that person if you want to keep that person, right? Right. I think a lot of times people get together and then they kind of like slack off and yep. then it dissipates. Well, how ironic that a, that a quote would come to me now that, that it was from Ben Franklin that said, uh, familiarity breeds contempt. Right. The more familiar you are with anything, like your work people, like mm-hmm. when you first start working and everyone's great and you're so interested in everything you have to say and three years later you can't stand how they shuffle their paper and, you know, like everything about them just pisses you off. Right. So we solved the toothpaste thing. We solved pretty much the bathroom thing, you know, mm-hmm. like you have your own sink. I have my own sink. Yep. You keep yours the way you want. You have your own toothpaste. Mm-hmm. I have my own toothpaste. Like it all works out. Yep. Isn't that really a part of it is quarantining each other? <laughs> Keeping. 
<laughs> We're in the same. There's, a, there's an electric fence in between. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> Proper space, we, six feet apart. We've been no, practicing we're social always distancing. together, yeah. and that can be hard for couples. Yeah. But I think that it's actually nice to be uh, like best friends. And you still have friends, and I still have friends. But mm-hmm. I mean, to be each other's friend and companion, and also, yeah, spouse. But, uh, around the thesis, boyfriend and girlfriend. Around the thesis of. What what does it take? Like what 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 a value that we have to share that that would um, be useful around st- sticking with it, right? Staying with it, and 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 what what comes to my mind when I think about that is the ability to let things go, right? The ability yeah. to let things go, right? It's yeah, I'm not good at that. Different terminology, like getting off of it. So there's a big there's a big fight. And there's big fights. I mean, I don't know. Big fight's a relative term. Like you and I don't throw dishes at each other and whatever. You know, some people have big <laughs> no, fights. No, like you are not violent, which else. is the best thing ever. If well, I've like, gotten you violent, like if you've become violent because mm-hmm. we're arguing and it gets to that level, it's really bad yeah. because you're not yeah. in any way like that. I keep the beast I, in the cage. I think that's wonderful. I yeah. think it's important that a guy can keep control of himself. Right. But but really the, the the point that I wanted to make was how fast you can let things go, right? So it's so it's of course what why do fights happen? I think I'm right. I mean figuratively, like the one person thinks they're right and the other person thinks they're right, and you're fighting. And and then at some point you're done with the talking. Like I mean, how many more things can you say about the same fight, whatever, same disagreement? And then you sort of figuratively or literally go back to your corner. Like there's there's some silence and. To me, that's the the measure of the healing is how fast you can just get off of it. Right. right? If you can really let it go, though, if it's not settled and you feel it's unsettled, then the recreating, right? right? The recreating comes in handy. So there's a couple of different strategies. Yes. Is this something that's not worth the fight? Can I snap off and go, okay, it's not worth it? Right. And then there's other times where... We can be on it about something, and all we need to do is recreate the other person and say, I hear you, and this is what I'm hearing, even if you don't agree. But it it does make a difference. That's the, without without going long on that whole world, um, the the term recreate is is worth expanding on, I think, a little bit, because I think it's magic. Yes. Right? The the fight happens, And and by fight, I mean, Every kind of frustration, upset around communication in interpersonal relationships, at work, when you get pulled over by a cop, like anything mm-hmm. is is resolvable through recreation. Right. Or, or better said, is happens because I'm not feeling heard. Right. You're not hearing me, right. officer, like or whatever it is. You know, I'm at work. My boss doesn't isn't hearing me. If the boss were to say, "Here's here's what I think you're telling me. You're you're feeling blah blah X Y Z." And I would go, again, not that, not that I'm not putting myself, but the, the employee would go, wow, yes, you get it. And the boss said, well, we're going to do what I want to do anyway. Honestly, that would be better. That would be okay because I was heard. Right. You know? Exactly. So you don't get, just because someone recreates you, I recreate you, this is how I think you're feeling. Doesn't and then you can say, that's true or not. And then there's real dialogue. 
Uh, and I still disagree. Right. And you could say, and so, so that doesn't mean because I recreate you, you win. Right. Whatever that means, you know. It's just, I've heard you. And then, man, there's some deep psycho junk in not being really heard. Right. And right. it's also being the receiver of it and being with that communication. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I got a beef with you and then you recreate me rather than defend, yep. like, or I could get defensive. Mm-hmm. But that defensiveness is what elicits the more anger mm-hmm. and upset. But if you can be with the communication, not take it personal, like the four agreements, mm. not take the communication Definitely personally, yep. and then then say, okay, here's what I hear is going on for you, mm-hmm. and fully hear the person, it somehow evaporates it dissipates it yeah. completely and yeah you don't have to agree you just and you don't have to say you're right and I'm wrong it's more right. I'm right. hearing how you feel and this is what by me doing this it's upsetting you and if you can recreate that whole thing it can actually just go away for the other person yep. you know it does for me and it's not it's sometimes it's not instant right mm-hmm. it, it's um, it, but it's still it, it has that effect like you've the, it's planted that that salve seed and uh, even if it takes 15 minutes to be like all right well, you know okay because right. the adrenaline's got to s- settle back down and you know the the fist unclenches and i you know take my brass knuckles right. off when know. the communication is complete it can dissipate it's like getting mm-hmm. the communication out into the world yep. and having it be heard I think makes a huge difference for people so try that on because it is yeah. takes some practice i think that's a world apart like the, the saying genius and insanity are a hair's width apart it's 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 close that's why i like you but See, a world uh, the fact that you yeah. can say that right off the tip of your yeah. head and but but uh um for someone to say well i'm i'm, I'm getting off and i don't want to fight you're you're right and yeah, i don't want to fight condescending and that's like that. well what that is is um in my mind, I was just creating like the woman saying that to the man because she's submissive, and um, what that creates is it's a re- it's a repressed, right? You know, so it's that doesn't work. It's going to cause an like, explosion. It's really not gone. Right. But we used to say I spent I spent so many years in the garbage business, and for whatever reason, you know, the, you spend that much time in any business, and you, you start thinking in that way, and then that business there was a there's a thing like if you took it, I know it's silly, but if you took a tire, if you took in tires and you, you put it at the landfill and you buried it you could you could scrape it and bury it 10 feet down and after a while after going over the top of the landfill the tire would always come to the top like, really you could never keep a tire buried like so it's like like you're trying to bury a tire here like it's never going to stay buried like oh, it I never knew that it about pops tires. up well lessons in landfills yeah. one on one yeah first lesson is the smell the rest <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, I know. can't I bury a tire <laughs> So yeah, I mean, so so it's like okay, well, I heard what they said, and I and I gave it up. Uh, look at me, you know, I'm so great, and we have a great relationship. It's really not That's so much that pressing yeah. it down, pressing it down, pressing it down, and then eventually, what happens is an eruption happens, and you use the smallest, stupidest argument exactly right. to cause the volcano to happen. Yeah. So recreating. That's just. I mean. Sounds so easy. Right. And then the want to, right? The want to get along. The want to be in relationship. Like where you don't let it die. You don't let it go away. Mm. You know, the want to keep things fresh. 
Well, isn't that the key? The, 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 the cliche key is taking things for granted, mm-hmm. right? From the beginning of time, oh, he took me for granted. She took me for granted. Familiarity breeds contempt, that kind of thing. Like, it's just, yeah, whatever. So classic, right? The, the, the woman cuts her hair and gains 50 pounds or the guy with the beer belly and like, ah, forget it. I'm married now. Like, who cares? Like, take it for granted. Yeah, no, I think it's important to keep your yourself up and... Be attractive to the other person, and mm. and be, and be full of vitality, right? That vitality, and and it keeps the hormones going. It keeps everything going, right? Mm. So being physically active and having things in common—that's huge, right? A lot of times, married couples don't have one thing in common. Right, different. Can't even watch the same TV shows or. Well, that's isn't that that's like counseling one hundred and one. Hey, you two, find a hobby that you like to, that you can do together. What can you do to spend time together? Like right. never ever like ships in the night. We hear that all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, we never so we never really sat down, and we never even eat dinner together. So I just never we never saw each other. And ten ten years later, five years later, yeah, I don't being even robots. I don't even know who they are anymore. Right. Re- right, being robots and just taking roles on and not actually having activities that are fun to do. And like I've never shot a gun before, and I. Like, you like to do that, and it's something that you want to do, so I'm willing to learn it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're with the right person, you can be willing to learn anything, because Mm -hmm. how many people have you dated that were into something, and you were like, okay, I'll be open to that, but you would never do it on your own, right? right? Like, I would never shoot a gun on my own, but because we're together and you like to do it, but I like doing it, but Mm -hmm. I never would even try to do that before. And then probably jet skis wasn't the first thing on your list, but you right. motorcycle and yeah. we ride quads together. And I never did that before either, but I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably something I never would have tried. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. The willingness to try to try new things. Yeah, and and get good at them and enjoy. So we've mm-hmm. got fun things to do. Together, I, yeah, we 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 spent some time. I was where I was trying to learn ballroom dancing. You're you're way better at that than We're me. Trying to do that, he's he's got rhythm. He's he's actually pretty good. Right. I like that about you. But I wish we could practice that more. We just don't make the time to do that. Right, we don't. That's just a a slack. That's just a slacker. You know. Yep. And we bought the we bought the stuff, so we yeah, should do that. We should do it. I, I have my steel toed shoes in the garage. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can empty all our toys out of the garage and use that as our ballroom dancing floor. Yeah. Yeah. I can just pull the trailer out. You know, I don't even yeah, need the truck for it. Yeah, we don't have the big room anymore. I can just pull the trailer out. I don't even need the truck for it. I just, just pull it right out. A little <laughs> joke there. The trailer, the oh, ski trailer. <laughs> the ski trailer mm-hmm. that crashed into the truck that last week. smashed my truck. Yeah, it's all fixed now. So well, It's all better. Yeah, I think that's, okay. I think that's um, something useful. Well, a lot of times people just get so frustrated and they don't have any coping skills, they don't have any communication skills, and they just want to punch out, mm-hmm. check out. Or they'll allow themselves to be in a position where they could be lured away and develop new relationships, mm-hmm. right? That's so easy, especially when you're going to work and mm-hmm. you're in other environments. It happens a lot in offices, right? Mm-hmm. That people are, you're around each other more and you start talking and then all of a sudden something, an argument at home happens and somebody's listening to you and then all of a sudden you're having lunch together mm-hmm. and then something else is happening and 
You sound like you know about that. So, so well, go say more about I that. I know about that. Do I you? do know about that. I worked in an office for a long time. Huh. I know? thought we were going to get some juice here. No. Juicy well, details. you're the one with all the juice in oh, that stop department. It. Stop it. Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. So anyway, I think that's, the, that's in keeping with the theme of what can we do to what can we do to to you know manage the gaps right when there's a gap or when there's a stop what little tips and tricks i think it's important to have affection too yeah we should kiss more yeah each other you mean or yeah, yeah. okay yeah, each other, not other people. <laughs> you kiss other people, you're running another problem. One. Yeah, you're running another one. But a if you have to, you know, you have to keep those things going on. That's right. Right. The little flirtation. Yeah. Well, good. The little. Flirtation. I think you look sexy, and uh, that's Thanks. a good. Uh, that's a good wrap for our message for today. I think. I think you look sexy too. All right. Well, you're just saying that. Not. Were you just saying that? I'm not just saying. Give that. it like ten minutes, and then you know, hit me again with that. I think you look sexy. <laughs> All right. I check you out every day. Thanks. <laughs> So we hope you enjoyed our topic today. It was a lot of fun doing it. Make sure you check us out at ownthe24.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify, Anchor and Stitcher for Android. And don't forget to also subscribe to our YouTube page and like and follow our Facebook page at ownthe24. Remember, we only get 24 hours a day and you get to say how they go. We each get the same 24 hours a day. Let's make sure we all own our 24. Let's go.